0: You are listening to GTFO, Get the Fad Out, a modern girl's guide to dieting. In this episode, we are talking about abs. We are talking about spot reducing particular areas in your body. We are going to also be talking about deficits, surplus, and everything around that, in between and all the way over, all of it, just everything. So dive in, let's go. Hey, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening in again this week. So today we are going to talk about core abs. And we're going to get a little bit up to, uh, into um, specified places on the body, uh, genetics, some other things, um, love handles, you know, those tricky spots. But um, we, we're definitely going to focus our topic on the core itself. Strengthening that, um, revealing um, abs underneath, um, all the things that we want—smaller waist, all that. Um, more thinking about like our physique, goal body that we want, um, how to achieve that, and more. So we're going to talk about all of those things um, in this episode. So hopefully you guys had a great week. Um, we were we we had a really busy week getting everybody into school, and then we all got sick, and so that was kind of. You know, not fun, uh, but we're kind of on the mend, and it's kind of going through the family, and we'll be done with it hopefully. <laughs> We've got um, at least four out of five of us knocked out already, so um, checking those those usual like start of school bug kind of things off to start. And um, so fun to get the kids back in school and be with their friends and start new things and just, you know, fresh new everything. Fresh new year, fresh new week, all the things. So um, hopefully you guys had uh, an easy time or a less chaotic time as you're kind of transitioning into whatever it is you guys are doing as well. So let's dive in. So who doesn't want a nice six pack or a flat tummy, just nice core. Like that is something that most people are dying to have and would probably do anything for. Um, But I think it's important to talk about all of the pieces of it, um, how you can achieve a certain look and uh, maybe what you're doing wrong. Maybe some things that you are like reaching for, trying to, um, you know, there's just a lot of times we do things thinking that is the best um, most optimal action step to get what we want as, as far as results um, without the understanding of it and so I want to kind of like demystify that, talk about the real just the basics of it all, um, and we could get into some some deeper and more advanced things, but just as a general, I think most people don 't know this information, and so I think it 's obviously so helpful to get it out there and you know help you guys minimize the chatter that you're hearing or seeing on social media where, you know, I can't tell you how many times I see, uh, posts where they're like, you know, 30 day to a bigger booty or, um, whittle your waist in 21 days with these moves, um, all kinds of stuff. You see that all of the time. And so I think I need to be as frank as possible and say that you cannot spot reduce any part of your body, period. Like that's just the way it is. Um, your your body determines where um it comes off first so if you're in a dieting phase and um maybe you have your tummy is a troublesome area for you or not your favorite spot holding a lot a lot more weight right than other areas of your body and um it's going to be your genetics it's going to be your body it's going to be even as far as to say um diet and exercise history what you've done to your body. in the past to get you here where you're at now. Right. Um, all of those things are going to determine where it's going to come off first. You do not get to. So you often see people do, you know, they, they focus on core ways too much or over aggressively, or just not efficiently, um, to where they're working at all the time, trying to do a thousand crunches a day, thinking working that particular muscle more means it's going to what get smaller On the flip side of that, people think if they work out more, do more reps, even more volume, um, that they're going to naturally just grow muscle. That is also not the case because um, your nutrition has to be set up to meet um, either one of those goals, right? So um, to be dieting, you would be eating in a deficit, to be building muscle, you'd be eating in a surplus. And there'd be some variations of that and and lots to it. But um, essentially, that's what it is. So I think it's really important to know that whenever you are working your core, you want to work it like any other muscle. And so that means you're working it regularly, you're working consistently, you're working progressively. So Think, for instance, like bicep curls. You work your biceps, you work your shoulders, you do shoulder presses, you'll do squats and squat rack or, or whatever it is. You're, you're, you're focusing on these body parts. And that's how abs works as well. Um, there are lots of people that can even get away with not spending a whole lot of extra time on core because they actually embrace their core um and use their core as they should properly in all other exercises because yes, your core is your center and that's what you're using whenever you're doing squats. And pre- you should be focusing and have that mind muscle connection there. And that could take some while to learn and you know if you have trouble with that, get with a trainer or something like that um, to kind of help you and, and practice it. But um essentially that that's you know what you're going to be doing is working all of it. You should be working it all um together your body is one unit functioning together. Now there could be imbalances and we don't want to create that. So core is huge. It's super important for you to focus on strengthening. It's that lower back, that lower back pain, the hips, all of that area. It's not just tummy. Um, so there's a lot involved there and you need it and you need it to be strong to support you. And, um, you know, I obviously the, the big, um, draw to working on it would be the visual, um, benefits to it, you know, like your physique. So I think it's good that we know this. We cannot spot reduce. We can strengthen certain muscles. We can maintain muscle mass by working it consistently. Um, But it's going to be, at the end of the day, up to your body, uh, your genetics and things like that, how, where it's coming off first. And so often, we zone in on our troublesome spots, like, If you have, everybody had nose, either a spot or two on their body that they hate the most. And of course, mine's my stomach. Um, I, you know, I, I tend to carry my weight there easily and more, and then just having three kids and, you know, it's been through a lot, there's stretch marks and loose skin and things like that. So it's just not my favorite area on myself. Um, but I, anyway, when I do gain weight, that's obviously where it comes first. And so, um, you know, we think of these areas and go, gosh, I just want to work on that. But um, if I were, you know, let's say I had stopped working out and I just kind of let myself go and I was, um, gained some weight. Let's say I, I gained 20, 30 pounds. Um, and then I say, okay, I'm going to get back on it and I'm going to jump back in. I'm probably not going to see it go for my waist first. It's probably going to be for my chest, which is typical for me and a lot of women. Um, it's going to be in other areas. It, it could be random, just like your neck, your arms or whatever your body decides. So what's to do like what do you do about that well for a lot of people you may have to be a a really low body fat percentage to see core abs yes that's what i'm saying you may have to be just because of your genetics and the way your body holds in certain areas you may or may not have to be at even underweight in order to see those And you see this every day. You see how there's some people that maybe you're like, wow, they they have extra weight on their body, but you could still see their visible abs. Like they're still visible. Um, Different people are different. The other side of that is if you've never built your core, there's probably not much under there. Now, everyone's going to have some muscle, you know, under there, and you're going to have some kind of structure under there, of course. But sometimes, a lot of times, if you want to see more abdominal definition, you're going to have to spend some time building it, which means delayed results, which means you're not going to see it unless you put the time in, the energy in, the food intake in, the nutrition being on point, building and working, uh, that core. And of course the rest of your body, cause you want to have overall, um, you know, good looking physique and balanced, um, you're going to have to put all that in. And that takes months and years of work to, to put those things in. So it could be one or the other or both, you know? Um, so genetics, we have time and work put in, the understanding of what it takes to build that. But at the very basic level, it's going to go down to nutrition. If you're not as lean as you'd like to be, or you're not seeing the tone or the um, muscle definition that you'd like to see, you're going to have to lower your body fat to see that, to reveal more what's underneath that layer of fat. And so you have to determine, is that worth it to me? Is that worth it to me? Because for some, it means they're skipping out on some social things. They're going to have to really, really regulate their intake in a really um, aggressive way sometimes in order to reach that. And other people will not. It will, it will not have to be that way. It just depends on the body and the way that works. But what I want to drive home is that I'm not saying don't work out your core. Obviously, you need to. But you need to do it in a strategic and efficient way, uh, an effective way. Um, and it's not doing a thousand crunches a day. Um, you need to, you know, let your your body recover. You need to have in between days where your body's your your body is able to repair and build back so that you can train again. Um, you work at the same. So, for example, I usually do like a split of some sort or like three or four body parts each day, and I'll work out four to five times a week. Sometimes I'll get three. Like this week will be really light because I haven't been feeling so well. So I'll. I'll give myself a little extra grace there and just kind of lighten the load. But generally that's what it is. And so I'm picking three to four muscle groups. I'm doing compound movements, you know, like your squats and presses and making, you know, combining things together, getting that nice, good, um, solid mobility work and like, uh, calorie burn all the things, but also one of those body parts is my core. So I'll work that two, maybe three times a week if I, if I, um, decide to. So I'm going to do it like every other day. Maybe I'll hit it Tuesday and I'll hit it Thursday. Maybe I'll hit it uh Saturday or something like that. So, um and and core is a great one to do like on your off days. I feel like because you generally going to be on the floor and you know, you're going to make it tough and stuff, but it's a great one to it kind of I don't know, everybody most people like to work their core. I don't love it so much, but because I can be on the floor, I can do core work or floor work, that just sounds a lot more appealing to me on the weekend than like going out there and doing some step ups or lunges or whatever. So that can be a good way for you to add it in. Um, so if you're not, you know, doing it and working it appropriately and doing mind muscle connection, thinking about the muscle, using it, bracing, still able to breathe in and out while you're going through all these movements, even when you're squatting, should be pulled in and braced tight and be thinking about that. So incorporating those, but then being consistent with those right? And then pairing it with your nutrition. Like, make sure if your goal is to lower body fat, you're actually in a deficit consistently. Not just Monday through Friday, not sometimes, um, but overall, and you continue to lower body fat, lose weight, and you're going to start seeing that definition. Yes, even in those tricky spots. So I think, um, I think that's some good direction for you is, hey, if I'm not seeing the level of um, definition that I like, It's time to level up. It's time to get a little more aggressive. It's time to really think about the trade out of what that's going to cost you and what that's going to look like. What we typically do is go, okay, well, if I need to be more aggressive, I'm just going to go start myself even more, cut calories even lower, extremely, and work out harder. And that's rarely ever going to be the answer. (laughs) So, um, and I, and not a healthy one. So, um, what I'm talking about when I'm saying like incorporate it in, be progressive, be consistent. I'm talking about um, like like I always direct you guys is like if, if being in a deficit for you, like a cautious deficit. Well, let's say if maintenance is 2,000 calories for you, even if like if you're like struggling to get at 2,000, right? Maybe go to 1,900. Start there. You could be progressive with that. You should be. Don't go from 2,000 to 1,200 calories. You know, don't do those jumps. It's not even going to help you anyway, Um, but you're going to get into some trouble with like energy and stalling out and things like that. So so what I'm saying is level up in percentages here, just like, okay, I'm going to add on one more round. I'm going to focus on my form this week and get in three sessions this week. I'm going to make sure my deficit is in place by not doing anything crazy, but just, hey, I'm going to bump down 50 calories at that 100 calories. Um, today and on for the next you know seven days and that's going to accumulate and compound into a a, a nice bigger deficit that is not going to feel so horrible you know but just like with anything we usually run into trouble with dieting for not putting in the work needed consistently and long enough that's usually where we are falling down if that makes sense um, whenever we're not reaching goals, they seem just out of reach all the time. Like you're right on the cusp of them and you just can't get to the next pot. It's, it's, it's never going to be, you're never going to gain the results by like flipping everything upside down because you can't do it. Um, it's gotta be something you can be consistent with. And those people that you see with these nice physiques all year long, um, they're working at it all year long. Okay. Not just every 12 weeks or right before vacation, they're working on it years and years and all week long and months and, and seasons and in and out lifting, doing, uh, bulking phases, strengthening, you know, building muscle and then, um, some, you know, cautious deficits in there and all kinds of things. So there's so much more into it when you look at somebody else's body, but for you, the listener, um, if you were my client, I would, we would go through, uh, you know, a training program and say, hey, let's get consistent. Let's start here. Where are you at? Let's build on that and uh, make it doable for you. Add in an extra 10 minutes or whatever. You know, we don't want to be, we don't need to spend two hours in a gym and starve yourself to get um, lean or to see that definition. In fact, you'll preserve your muscle mass much easier and ensure that you lose fat over muscle while you're dieting because that's what a lot of people do is they end up dieting and losing their muscle and thinking they lost weight well, they lost weight, thinking they lost fat, but really they just lost some muscle. So they're smaller, but their body looks worse. And that happens all the time. So we want to ensure that, you know, we're going at an appropriate speed where you can look the best, not get there the fastest, but look the best and have the most um, definition that you possibly can while dieting. So there's, there's lots of red flags whenever people get aggressive with stuff. It's, um, a good trainer will be like, no, 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 no. Shout it from the rooftops, because that's not going to work for you. You do not want that, uh, for a reason. But those people that are pushing some extremes and things—they're, you know, obviously, um, they have an agenda for that, or maybe they're just misinformed. They really believe that's the way it is, um, but we know different, and we um, we 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 see this time and time again. Studies, everything—it's it's 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 not negotiable. Like it's not even worth arguing about. You cannot spot reduce. It's not the way it works, and it, even in the you know, I even say this, like when people ask, well, can you gain muscle and lose weight or lose body fat at the same time? And, and this is a previous podcast, so you can scroll back to that. Yes and no, but mostly no. Like there are times where you can, very short um, times and particular, you could say special um, individuals for a very short period of time. And I'm talking about weeks um, where they can get away with that, but then it's, it's very short lived and it's gone. So morbidly obese people, uh, people that are new to weightlifting, you can sometimes see this in the very beginning stages where they can actually uh, build muscle and drop body fat. But for the rest of us that, you know, dabbled in it, we're not morbidly obese, uh, that kind of thing, you can, people can do it, cycle it in very short ways, but the benefit to it or the result to it is so minimal, it's not worth your time, I say. Okay, and that, that I would not do it that way myself because it's just such a waste of time and um, or it's just so slow and it's so, the benefits are so slight that it's not worth it where it's more beneficial to you to go at it efficiently and go, I'm going to build during this season and I'm going to lean out during the season and uh, transition those and then of course be adding in maintenance phases because that's, you need that as well. You can't be dieting all year. So, um... As far as abs, okay, we need that deficit. We need to be consistent with that deficit to keep lowering that body fat, right? But while we're doing that, we need that resistance training and that core training, full body, everything, and start with just, you know, two times a week. And then if you'd like to add on another or, you know, whatever your training program is for you, whatever your goal is, then obviously you have to figure out what makes sense for you. Um, But all in all, people want to reach for more. They're like, well, I can't get this part on my, my hip to go, you know, I just don't like this on my thigh, so what can I do to work that? I mean, I get messages weekly about how to spot reduce in particular areas. And it's always a big bubble burster. Like, girl, that ain't the way it works. Uh, keep it up. Keep the work up. But you need more time in. Yeah. And that may mean that you want to go back to maintenance for a bit. Like that's the other thing about it is while you're doing this there's different phases to building. You're constructing something here. You're constructing your body. So I I think people just don't realize that you can take a diet break and that you should. So diet breaks are different than just not doing anything, okay? diet break can be a maintenance phase where you're still focusing and you're still regulating your intake and you're still working out you're doing the things that you should do for a healthy lifestyle it's just not it's just not dieting you're just maintaining that resetting your body kind of getting back in the groove and and getting it healthy again because dieting is a stressor on your body so i think kind of inserting those obviously is just healthy for your body anyway but for the mental aspect of aspect of it to you know, God, you're, if you're already lean and you're like, I really want to get a little leaner over here. I really do. And I can't do that on low calories like I'm doing because the next step is obviously to consume a little less. I'm gonna have to regulate a bit more. And, um, that could be like, Oh, mind boggling for someone that's already like on low calories and like, God, go out, get into a diet break, get into maintenance for just a little while. That's going to keep you right where you're at, restore that metabolic, anything, anything you've done there, kind of get it back to where it needs to go, functioning, high functioning here, and then what you're going to do is be able to take that little mental break, fuel yourself, let your body relax from all that stress while you're still living that lifestyle, and then when you're ready, you'll be in the exact same spot, but better because you've taken a break. And you'll be able to go- jump back in, start lowering calories again, not jump all the way back down, but just start progressively lowering again. And you could take your, your fat levels, notch those down another percent or so, and you just keep going like that. That's what I'm saying when you see these bodies, they're, they're doing it for years and years. And, you know, I get messages all the time as well from, from the girls in their circle or uh, one-on-one, and they're like, gosh, I haven't lost weight in two days on the scale. And I'm like, "Well, so what? You better be prepared for that because you're going to go two, three weeks without losing weight sometimes on the scale. That's, that's real life. But we can't stand that because we decided that that determines whether we, we're really getting results. But I want you to look at your body. I want you to take pictures. I want you to take measurements. This is a much better indicator of what where you're really at and and the progress that's being made and so you're going to be able to see that not on the scale you're going to see that in your pictures the definition of where your body is at and all the different parts and you can kind of base it off of that and where you want to go with that Um, and so I know this is a lot not just about core but like kind of sprinkle in a little bit of everything in there but what I want you to know is keep doing what you're doing don't reach for too much extra what we want to do is get real compliant to the everyday stuff. It, it can get boring. Working out that same muscle every week, you know, you're going to just do it different ways and give yourself some variety and like have some fun with it. But, um, at the end of the day, it's just going to be, you know, getting that intake right, getting good sleep, lowering stress levels, hitting that resistance training, full body, mind, muscle connection, really in tune with that and don't do anything too extra. Because everything you do extra out that's not necessary is going to, like, people go, oh, I'll just run more or I'll go, I'll, I'll do an extra workout. It may not be needed and it may be counterproductive because uh, the more excessive you are, like, with moving your body and if you're being aggressive with it, now you're talking about you got hunger levels through the roof. Like, everything has to be managed. You can't just throw your body out there and throw it around and then expect not to have, you know, a trade-out for that. And when we're running ourselves into the ground all the time, we're going to get real hungry. And so it's a balancing game of going, okay, I need to hit this. I need to, you know, work my body in this way and get real consistent with it. I need to get real consistent with these targets that are appropriate, which is the other thing. A lot of people aren't following appropriate calorie and macronutrient targets. And that gets them in trouble spots because they're like, I'm working, but it's not working. Um, and so, Another great reason to have a coach. So, if you guys need some help with that whole ab region, what to do, uh, form, all the things, maybe um, get a good workout program, that kind of thing. I have an awesome four week ab program and it's located on the website um, and it's fantastic. Um, and it has so much variety, visuals, tells you exactly what to do, all the things. Um, and so it's very just as easy as going to www.fitnesswithlindsay.com, clicking the uh, fitness bundles and things, and you can look all through there, first of all, because there's so much, but then you'll find it there, you can click on it, purchase, and um, you'll be sent it via your email, And it's just literally print and go and you're ready to work out. Take it to the gym. Do it at home in the living room with your kiddos. Whatever you want to do. These are the same workouts I do. So that's why I created it for you. So that you could have some direction. Because I know how frustrating it can be to just not know what you're doing. And be like, am I doing it right? I don't know. Um, And this allows you, um, you know, an opportunity to learn from that. So um, hopefully that will be so helpful to you guys. But all in all, we can't spot reduce. Nope. There's a, there's a lot of different factors, but you can and you do have control over uh, your body composition and the work you put in. So remember, it's it's not about going crazy. It's about getting really efficient and connecting with those muscles and working them, but then also pairing your nutrition uh, with it so that it can complement the work that you're doing. So you can actually start to see the results. Um, so hopefully that's helpful to you guys today. Take that with you today, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to GTFO. This is a podcast created by Fitness with Lindsay. You can contact me at www.fitnesswithlindsay.com. Thanks.